Shall win in your in in your expert opinions, people, not ours, because I I can't make a prediction. Every time I predict something, they lose, so I'm not doing it. And uh, it's really really fucking close. So uh, this is I don't think anybody ever expected a literal fifty fifty battle here between like supporters of people. It's literally coming down to the the last votes. Which is, because they can't call it. There's four battleground states right now still not being able to officially call it. I haven't seen one battle. Me neither. Why don't they I want to the champion. I want just swords. to the champion and duke it out. I want swords and shields and fucking. Oh, let's bring it back to like medieval times and get like put them on horses with javelins and fucking. I'm disappointed in America. Me too. It shouldn't have been this close. Well. You know, I just don't. You know, it's like you know, commercials. I mean, I mean, hateful. Uh, uh, besides what people think of the D, the two people personally, it shouldn't have been this close. I just don't understand. You know, there were there was four or five That's people running it, and, and hey, Joe got one point four percent, baby. Congrats, Joe. That's bigger than I thought you were gonna get, girl. And, and yeah, and, and seventy million people and sixty nine million people. Vote for these two schmucks? Yeah. Like, you want to change, then fucking make a real change. Exactly. It's not you know? going to fucking change if people keep voting the same two <laughs> shit stains in the office. You know, I just, uh, you know, these, these lines being drawn, and uh, I just don't get it. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. And hopefully the shiniest of the two turds wins, because, goddamn, we need, I'd rather take boring over another four years of this past four years. <laughs> Quite frankly, well, I oh. cast my ballot. Me too. And uh, yeah, he looks for neither one of these people. Me neither. Oh. <laughs> I can say this now: Joe Jorgensen, baby, all the way. <laughs> I just don't understand why there's you know so so little people vote for these other you know, mm-hmm. but and then but. They're not. They don't even get to be included in a debate. If or... they got ten percent, they would have charted next year. They would have been able to go into the debates. But they need ten percent, really. Like, why don't all these little indies and get together with make one person just to get in there? And then once they get in, divide and conquer. Fucking come on, people! It's basic war. All right. It's it. Read the Art of War by Sun Tzu. There's spots in there called divide and conquer. All right? Read it. All right, General Custard. 
Damn right. Worked out for him. Yes. General Bull left. Right up in here. Fuck that shit. Anyway, how's everybody doing today? Everybody's getting heated over this crap. I don't want to talk politics all show, so we're not gonna. Just know we did our civic duties. Kanye. Oh, Kanye. He's, uh, he's, he's Kanye. You want to know how many people voted for Kanye? Ten people. Well, Kanye voted Kanye. Kanye voted ten times. <laughs> he's like, ah, <laughs> Kanye. Hi. Happy wife. anniversary. Didn't even vote for me. Every year you're. How many people voted 60, for 60,000 votes in 12, in the 12 states. states? Wow. Where he was on the ballot. How is it that he was on the ballot in some states and not in others? That, that don't make, bias, that don't make sense. Some, people, some states are like, all right, you guys voted, let's say, Democrat last year. Well, all the ballots are going to be like Democrat people, blah, 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 no matter what you know they're on. Instead of giving you the choices, vice versa with the Republicans, it's it's ridiculous. That's why I said two-party system is not the way to be. They say we have other parties and you can rep another party, but you can't like at the or like it, it, it feasibly win any way at all unless you claim you're a Democrat or a Republican at the end of the whole thing. It's ridiculous. So 60,000 people voted for Jesus, huh? All right, you know. <laughs> Ah, it came, came down through the wire, though. I'll say. <laughs> Man, Arkansas. <laughs> I figured Arkansas. These are all southern states, huh? Well, except for Iowa and Idaho. And Minnesota. And Colorado. It's a western state. Utah. He got a lot of... He got a lot of, like, dirtball states, quite frankly, and some fisher states, like, where you go fishing a lot. Jesus walks on water. Uh, so uh, we're going to go play some random music today. We're going to talk about some stuff, some AEW. Today is the go-home episode to AEW. Go home to where? Full gear. Go home and watch it if you can. Oh. But I don't know. if I'm, I might stream it. What do you think, Zane? You want to stream it? I might. Yeah? yeah well, I'm going to come over then. We're going to stream it. Yeah. And uh, we're going to do some of our predictions today for the matches. I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, that John Moxley is going to win over Eddie Kingston and why. Because you really expect him to lose it at full gear? No. It's Eddie Kingston. <laughs> it's no. It, no. I mean, Eddie might win one, like the TNT belt. He ain't going for the world. He ain't going for the world. I could see Eddie every week cutting a promo with the TNT belt. That'd be fine with me. Perfectly fine. Bring it home to mama. Yep, bring it home to mama. But uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. We, uh, we got some news. We got a uh, day in history. We got a bunch of stuff. I got a top 10 list. We got a top 10. Oh, again, we have a top 10 list? I can't wait to put that bumper in after this. This is great. I haven't played that bumper in a minute. Um, so, well, why don't we, uh, you, got, you want to talk about something before we? Uh, Where can we be found? We can be found at the uh, www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. Find us on Anchor. That'll give you an anchor to every other place you can find us on the interwebs podcast-wise. Go there. You can find us on iHeartRadio. Find us all over the interwebs. YouTube. Hit the YouTube channel up. You can find Headlines with Mr. Dick Hunter Boucher holding it down on the YouTube channel. You can find older episodes of 
being on the cords, give them shit some fucking likes because they're they're doing pretty good too. You can uh, find the Dark Order Lawn Care Service famous worldwide. Liked by the Dark Order. Yes. Commercial. Dark Order Lawn Care Service. Anyway. Mon frere. Oh, you can find us on the social medias too, but don't go to the Facebook lately. Just stay off. Just, just don't don't go to the Facebook lately. Why? Because there's a lot of wackadoos on the Facebook lately. Go to the page and like it. I mean, if you haven't. But other than that, you know, uh, go to the Twitter box because I have fun on the Twitter box. And, uh, I couldn't get behind Twitter. Just there's a lot of love for us on the Twitter box. I just can't understand it. There, it's I, too, it's too you know, the, fucking weird. But like, the funny thing about the Twitter box I can't box follow is, a damn story to save my life <laughs> on Twitter. I'm like, I get bits and pieces, the, and I'm like, I don't... I don't the the what, funny thing about this? the Twitter box is the majority of our friends and should-be supporters are on the Facebook. We don't get half as many if not three quarters as many likes as we and love as we get on the Twitter box, where I don't know anybody except for one or two people that like us on Twitter that we know personally. It's great. I love the Twitter box. You find who actually loves you. Thank you, Twitter. 264214! Yeah! Blue! Go blue! Sorry. <laughs> it's football season. I had to get it. Go blue! Yeah! <laughs> Sure, we're gonna be talking about some football. Zane be watching that religiously. So, yes. Yeah. Anything? Anything good going on the that you want to? Dolphins are exciting me. They are. They're doing. Are they winning? They're winning games. Uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. it could be. It could be. <laughs> Blues winning. The Dolphins are winning games. Holy yeah. shit. Well, Mo Frere, how about we get to uh, our first song of the day? Get up there on the Spotify box. All our songs are played for on Spotify. Which is great. Because uh, we're going to be playing some randoms. New music. New dropping stuff. I heard there's a couple things dropped. So I don't know you know, what. But I know there's a couple of good uh, uh, older people now dropping some shit. Some people that I might know. Some people you might know. Like, not personally, but like, oh. you know, music-wise, I, I might know. Uh, let's see. I, I, oh, Tom McDonald's. I know Offspring, but that's a Christmas. It's a Christmas song. Never mind. I'm not playing that one yet. We won't touch that one until you December. You know that the band's getting old when the Offspring, <laughs> a punk band, is doing Christmas songs. That's right. Insane Clown Posse dropped a new one. That's what that was. Mr. Nothing Man. I heard that one. Let's see what else they got here. We got MC Front A Lot. Apocalypse Bards, huh? We got, uh, who else have I ever? Atmosphere, the new people. Uh, let's see. Who are we got? Hey, uh, Elton John, huh? Come down in time? I've never heard it. I see. You know what? Oh, grammatic. What do you think? You think anything pique your interest here, Z Money? Exhibit? B, we already did that one, didn't we? Powder Keg? No, we haven't played that one yet. No, not that one. You want to try that one? Let's let's get some some exhibit sure, and some whatever you'd like. Let's What's it going to take for you guys to be okay tonight and to stop this chaos? It ain't me. I, it's not me. I'm going to let y'all know that now. It's not us guys neither. And I'm glad that y'all said that. It's not us. It's the police. This the madness that they spark up. This is what they encourage. This is what they provoke. This is what you get out of you taking some a loved one from someone. This is what you get. You get a lot of people that's hurt, and they can't vent the right way. 
They can't no longer depend on the police to be here to protect us like they say they're going to do. So this is what you get. And no, it's not going to end today. I can't tell you it's going to end tomorrow. I don't know when it's going to end. But it's for y'all to start. We're not the ones that's killing us. Y'all killing us. We can't make a change if y'all don't change. 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 If individuals are in a crowd that's attacking the police, they need to get out of that crowd. We can't individually go in and say, excuse me, sir, are you peacefully protesting? Are you throwing rocks? Are you throwing a Molotov cocktail? It's a crowd. If the crowd is getting violent and you don't want to be violent, get out of the crowd. Shit, here comes shark. 
That was Exhibit. Be real. And what's the other guy? Dermic. Dermic. Powder Keg. New single on Spotify. Demrick. Demrick. Yep. Demrick. That was a good track, though. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. That, you know, that was the second song we've listened to off of the Serial Killers Serial Presents Killers, album. Right. Which was, yeah. Was, Summer of Sam. Which was damn good, actually. I mean, it... it, it it's a classic banger, basically. That's basically all it was. It was good. Digging it. I think it was okay. Yeah. 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 You know, I like Exhibit. Yeah, exactly. I like Be Real. We one out of ten. Let's give them, let's give them grades on these songs today. Give it a solid five. Solid five? I'll solid go with that. Five. Yeah, you solid know, five. There's nothing special about it, but, no. you know, I, I'd hear it again. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to write that down, too, because we'll keep track and see who won at the end of the show. We'll give them their grades. Give them solid five for exhibit. Powder keg. All right. So, uh, how's your week been going? It's been okay. Yeah? I buffed the floor. You buffed the floor? I got a dog. Yeah. I don't have the dog yet. Doesn't have a dog. We're getting a mascot. But I'm getting a dog. And, uh, that's, that's very exciting. I've, I've wanted that for a while now. Yep. You know, doesn't look like a child's happening, so, you know... Dog's the next Small best step, homie. Dog is the best thing. Hey, you man, know? you know what? They destroy less. Just saying. As a man with five children, a small dog destroys a lot less. Yeah. Name's Petra. Oh, Petra. Uh, I love that name. She's a, uh, I'm not sure exactly what she is. I think she got a little pit bull in her. Ooh. A little border collie in her. Really? Perhaps so she's a, a mutt. corgi in her. Nice. I love yeah, mutts. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, she's a tiny little thing. Oh, nice. Yep. She, Can't uh, wait. Came Can't from wait to a mud her. puddle in Puerto Rico. Oh. Yep. She's got yeah. some dermatitis going on. Poor Oh, see? No, no. Fuck. She's got this tail that's, uh, like, bald in the middle. Really? Like hairy. And then bald. The little patch of hair on the end. Oh. Her brother's a cutie, too. He looks more like a uh, border collie. Yeah. But, and he's, he's much bigger. Oh, I'm sure. And he's, he's basically a potato. <laughs> How old is she now? Um, I think they're like five weeks. Five weeks? Yeah. Oh, that's so. perfect age to get one, too. Yep. So uh, they're <clears throat> still weaning on mom. Yeah, Mom's yeah. Mom's a good dog, man. Mom is a good dog. I, I'd take the mom if I could. Right. She's like a six or seven-year-old border collie uh, mix. You want to start a dog farm? Let's do it. <laughs> no. No, nothing to do with that. <laughs> Be like Joe Exotic with dogs. I can see you doing it. Yeah. Say an exotic. <laughs> it's been a nice week. It's been a nice week. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yourself? Meh, you know, it's 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 going. It's I can't really say it's any different than any other week lately. You know, kids doing the school thing, and I'm uh, trying to keep from going crazy. You know, the uh, leaves are getting out of hand. I took care of mine. Yeah. Got out the lawnmower. I took care of mine last week, and now I have to take care of mine again. Yeah, well, I mean, you, gotta, you gotta do it at least two or three times. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'll do it again. You know, I, I think I took care of most of them. Yeah, yeah. we've got a couple of oaks that are hanging on, but other than that, they're good. Yeah, you know, leaves are good for the ground. Yes, they, they they are actually. It's it's better for you to. to I've heard it's better for you to leave your leaves on the ground. Yeah, I don't know if you, if you leave them all on the ground. I think it would basically kill everything, though. You would expect yeah. it to. Yeah, like you ever go back into the woods and you yeah, know and rake you, up the leaves. And there's there, a dry patch. There's yeah. no grass under there. It's good for the soil. We'll put it. Yeah, down. I was like, I was like, because <laughs> I've heard that too, and I was like, okay, I 
Get that it can protect the ground, but um, how right. many times have you gone out into the woods and raked some leaves yeah. up, and is there a nice lush patch of grass underneath? But, no. But, but then again, mowing your lawn is terrible for your lawn, so that's just what they tell you, too. <laughs> they say, let it grow. I'm like, I don't want to grow fucking trek through a jungle to get into my house. Sorry. The American dream includes a mowed lawn. That's what I'm saying. Uh, man. So, let's talk. What else do you, uh, you got any, any anything special you wanted to talk about other than the puppy before we uh, keep the show moving here? No, things are going all right, you know. Had a job interview yesterday. Didn't expect that. How'd that go, by the way? I had to leave uh, early, so. I don't know yet. You know, they asked how, how I feel about working remotely, and I guess, you know, fucking six-year-olds can do it, and so could I. <laughs> That's very true. Good, uh, like, what are they, most of the time at home, or most of the, t- or, like, split yeah, it's, between? No, it's, it would be working remotely. Oh, like, completely, huh? Jeez. Yep. Well, until the, uh, until this COVID whole thing crisis goes... is over, which seems to be ramping up again, which was expected. Yeah. Well, they said waves, so let, let the waves come and go, but I hopefully they go waves. and stay away. You know, uh, that's how we live now. I went out this morning and fucking forgot my goddamn mask again. Oh, man. And I turned around because I don't want to be that guy. That's right. That guy wearing his shirt over his face. <laughs> or know? just not wearing it and walking in and getting your shit anyway because I notice a lot of people in this fucking town do that. Huh. It is what I it really is, don't though. care. You know, good for them. Good for them to say I don't give two fucks. That's right. You know what? I don't care. It, it is what it is. That's what I've been saying this whole time. It is what it is. Can't make people change their minds on anything, so it's not our job to make people change their minds on anything. Oh, so let's, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get to another song. You pick a song. Let's do this. Keep this party train rolling. I'm going to go with this MC Front a lot, and I don't know who this is. Megan Megan Rand. Megan Rand. Apocalypse Bards. Okay. Seems like a lot of the new songs today are pretty uh, politically drawn. Yes, yes. It's that time, you know, like the 60s had their period and all that stuff, so. And it's November 6th, so. We have until the 12th before we find anything, you know, if nothing. Shit, if we're lucky. Yeah. Remember the year 2000? Uh Uh-huh. What was it, like February? Yeah. It was, it was, it was, yeah. It was so. Hey, at least we can't blame Florida this year. No, now we can blame (laughs) Alaska because they're only like fucking 60-something counted or whatever it was. I thought Alaska was already said and done with Republicans. No, no, they, they, t- they took it back. Yet. Yeah, they're there. Well, Alaska's gonna go Republican. Well, uh, like Arizona was, all, was, was good, and then they're like, no, no, yeah. no, we're not, yeah. we're not good. Same with Nevada. They were like, oh, we're going red. No, no, we're going blue. So, yep. All right, let's do this. Mega Ran and and and, and, and MC, MC front, front a lot. lot. Almost, but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory days when the world was almost, but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory days when the world was almost, but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory days when the world was almost, but not quite destroyed yet. Oh, yes, the before times. I remember the prophets of loft signs holding the presage up in the air that the ends not. We're headlining piles of smoldering wreckage I guess we expected it Life was too good to be true Plenty of food selling CDs and iTunes Performing for humans Instead of for mutant survivors Most of the wastelands Certainly stupid and violent Not you fine folks, of course 
trade you for a battery charge or a laundry detergent. Any potable water you got. If you're weighing whether you ought to or not, consider that the previous encampment demanded. Late show added. All standard. Ran and iron run out across the trash scape. Best rappers who can't remember when they last bay. Bringing fine rhymes. Think with descriptions of those in the know in the past and their vicious predictions. Come get some nostalgia here. But the end of the world hark back yesteryear. Those glory days when the world was almost but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory days when the world was almost but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory days when the world was almost but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory days when the world was almost but not quite destroyed yet. I remember it well. The joy of being an indie rapper prior to our descent into hell. Back when entertainment held some kind of value. Before consumers thought I'd think it make it by without you. Total strangers and gathering public. Now I'm crouched under my office desk, rapping with puppets. I think back to 2020 when it all began. When a dude with the tiny hands launched his faulty plan to get reelected. And at that moment when we least expected, Kanye West went Phoenix right and he objected. They told him go through the proper channels and he neglected. Then he summoned the murder hornets and we infected. It was crazy. He almost beat Biden on writings. Then there was this huge flash of lightning. I was working on a track about to tell the story. Then the aliens attacked and it was hella gory. And the only place intact was Minneapolis. And this extension level event was the catalyst. We disbanded cabinet and it was fabulous. Except for the fact that rap music is now gone. Huh. I guess I'll have to keep from weeping or grieving or binge eating, skipping on Zoom meetings. Now front and I travel from the west to the east. Just hoping to make rent telling stories like these. Those glory days when the world was almost but not quite destroyed yet. Those glory MC Front a lot. Mega Ran with, with Apocalypse Bards. All right. So uh, let's give this uh, the old rate. What you think? 10 out of what out of 10? 10 out of what? What out of 10? Oh, Anything okay. out of 10. Anything out of 10. I give that a 5.5. 5.5, 5, huh? Yep. Just a little better just because I like that, uh, that, that chorus. I, I like the uh, the fact that it sounded like a late '90s, you know, hip hop song. So I'm gonna give it a six. A six. Six. Oh boy. Going with a six. And I like Exhibit. I should have gave that higher, uh, but that that that's definitely a six. Oh, so uh, I think it's time to talk about what's going on. So just start whenever you're ready. In the world. What's going on? In the world of wrestling. Of about both involving AEW Dynamite this week was actually not bad 
It, it was. I can it, disagree. It, it wasn't great, but it was not bad. What did you? Let, let's go over the matches here first, and I'll, I want to get your opinion on these matches here. So uh, let's let's talk about the uh, the face to face first. The John Moxley and Eddie Kingston promo. That was go- that was good. That was a good promo. I enjoyed that. Very much so. Yeah, no, it, it was a very well done promo. It was uh, I felt it, it was short enough. Yep, it was, it was a good banter, and, and you know it. I yeah, could watch them. It both. was no contract signing. No, and, you know <laughs> nobody fought because they couldn't. Yeah, quite, right? it was a stimulation. Stipulation, Tony Khan was like, nah, nah, man, no fighting, or else the match is off. Yeah, and everybody wants to see the match. Apparently now, they can give two shits about it before, but now that this this promo happened, I hear nothing but positive things. This is the match to watch, apparently, on the card. Really? Even better, even more than FTR versus Young Bucks. What FTR. about Omega versus? Uh... People don't seem to care. I, don't know. I think that's <laughs> the match to watch for. Like they're saying it's going to be a good match, but they know Omega's pulling out the win, so they're like, I whatever. Don't know, I, don't know. I think Paige might, but I know, I know what they're going to do. They're going to have Omega win and that Paige chase the title. I guarantee it. I know uh, this is what I, I feel in my heart. My head is going to happen. My heart says, uh, you know, totally opposite. All right. So you thought, I, I thought it was. Well, what did you give that out of, uh, let's go with a five rating here. What did you give out of five, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston? I'd give it a five. Yeah, five mm-hmm. out of five. Same here. I can't go any any lower at all than that because they're both very good. Especially when they're talking about stuff that they, you know, they know about. It's a little... Oh, close there. They, oh, oh, Eddie the, there with the, the uh, David the gnome rubbing of the noses. The, 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 the Eskimo kisses? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, uh, <coughs> so, Pac had a promo. He's it coming really back, baby. It was, it, it was a vignette, we'll call yeah. it. And uh, he's, he's, he's hearing voice. He's Randy Ortoning it. He's getting the voices in his head and he's seeing things. More of himself, really. There was a room full of Pac's at one point. One of them wore a suit. Somebody posted a meme. WWE's got Big E. AEW's got two pocks, and they showed the picture. <laughs> like, that was nice. That was good. All right. Um, so, yeah, Pac seems to be on his way back. I'm excited. I like Pac. You know, I want to see him take down Eddie Kingston, because that's where it's headed. There was a flash of fucking uh, Pentagon and uh, Phoenix in his little rant there when he was doing his uh, vignette. So, I think he's coming for his family. The Death Triangle. Death Triangle. Stupid name. It is. It's fucking horrible. But as a group, I like it. The name, don't like it. What'd you think of his uh, little vignette? Nah, it's all right. It's all right. All right, let's talk about uh, the match that didn't happen. Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky has been around people with COVID, so they canceled that match real quick. He'll be back in two weeks. Trent versus Miro. It was actually a much better match said. than I thought it was going to be. The ending, I'm still at odds. I don't know if it was a fuck-up or a per- or on-purpose fuck-up. Because <laughs> he landed way too easy, got up way too fast. Miro countered real fast, you know? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, the match was great, though. I thought it was, you know, very... Uh, Trent made Miro look real good. We'll call it that way. Yeah, you know, no, it was a, it was a better match than I thought it would be. Um, I I give it a like. I a, thought a, they were gonna kind of have Miro come in and like whoop him. Yeah, like and, and it was a good back and forth. Yeah, I mean I give it about a three and a half out of five, like as a match. Uh, how about uh, Ortiz and Sammy Guevara versus Wardlow and MJF for the uh, 
you know, it's a pre-match match before the MJF Chris Jericho, uh, who, you know, whoever wins, you know, MJF will get to join the inner circle if he does. And if he doesn't, then I don't know what happens. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you think of this match, man? Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. It was a good match, MJF. too. You know, um, it wasn't bad. I'm always impressed with Wardlow lately. Um, yeah, I like Wardlow. I like Sammy uh, Guevara. Yep. Sammy, Sammy's going to be a good guy soon. Mark my words. Whoa. He's going to be a face soon. Mark my words. Sammy Guevara is turning on Jericho and them. And the, this match with Matt Hardy at full gear is going to... He's going to get woke. Yep. He's going to get woke. We're going to have woke and Sammy Guevara. And uh, I, I, I honestly think this is a turning a point woke for woke God? Yeah, the woke God, Sammy. <laughs> but, um, you know... Uh, and, and uh, yeah, I, I, the match was great. I can't uh, not great, but it was good, really good. Um, it's weird seeing Ortiz wrestle without Santana, um, especially in a tag team situation. Yeah, they still did well together, though. Oh, very well. Um, I think they should go for the trio, the trios titles, if they break up the you inner keep circle. Keep talking about this trios. Title. They're doing it, man. They are doing it. Yeah, you've been saying that for a year. Yep, just like the women's tag belts, they're yeah. doing it. They, they mm-hmm. gave them coins, man. Yeah, you saw that. They gave them coins. Evelise and fucking, <laughs> they are officially the women's tag team champions, as far as I'm concerned. They got two coins. Then they got week. beat. Then they got beat. <laughs> they, they, they get beat every week. They don't lose the coins though. Like MJF never loses that ring, even though he lost the match, you know, to for the world title last time. Um. All right, well, the, the, the show was, you know, we'll, we'll call it at, uh, uh, I'll give it a three out of five this week, honestly. It wasn't really that that big of a... Well, how are you going to forget about the women's match? That's how, because I totally did. <laughs> I forgot Nyla Rose. And what about the <laughs> main event? The main event? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> the Jung Bucks versus Private Party, you mean? <laughs> no, I didn't even think about that one. <laughs> Red Velvet versus Nyla Rose... Um, it was a match. I'll give it that. It was it was a match. It happened. Uh, Nyla Rose predictably beat Red Velvet, stirring it up with Brandy Rhodes, and then uh, she confronted uh, Sheeta in the audience. And Vicky Guerrero said, "Excuse me," and um, Sheeta put her hands on her. And Nyla's tried to, to end. It's it is what it is, man. I'm not really looking forward to that match. I don't know. I should be, but I'm not. No, it's gonna be. Yeah. Like, I really wish they built their women's division a little bit better. Uh, what'd you think of Cody and the Gun Club versus Dark Order? By the way, Austin Gunn, Zane's favorite wrestler, picked up the victory. Jesus. <laughs> that's, his, that's what he thought of that match. Say, so you gotta get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> now, I thought, uh, you know, the, 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 the meat men of the Dark Order there, fucking John Silver, Ten, and Cole Cabana, you know. Meat Muscle Mountain, I'm calling them. Because they're all bicep, bicep bros. <laughs> I think they got a good thing going with John Silver. I, I really do. Um, he's entertaining. He was literally the highlight of the whole fucking match. Um, you know, with his fucking... <laughs> he's... And then even on Dark the night before when they were teaming against uh, Cesar Bononi and two other dudes, fucking Silver was all over the place. And Bononi's like almost seven feet tall. And Silver's like five foot three, right? <laughs> and Silver's just, boom, meat muscles. Bow, look at my biceps, baby. Johnny, hungry. Johnny. 
<laughs> oh man, the dude is he's one hundred percent he's starting to become my favorite wrestler right now and it's kinda weird. <laughs> what did you think of the match? Uh, uh, other than you know Austin Gunn picking up the victory because we we know how you feel about Austin Gunn. I don't like Austin Gunn. <laughs> don't like him. He's don't got like that, him at all. He's got that face you want to smack with a fucking lead pipe a couple times. <laughs> he's there to make noise in the crowd. That's, <laughs> That's it. it. That's it. What do you think of Billy Gunn? Well, Billy Gunn straight. Treat him, man. Gotta love Billy Gunn. You can't not like Billy Gunn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, they are now officially part of the quote-unquote nightmare family with the ace of AEW, as he calls himself, the TNT champion, Cody Rhodes. Now, he can officially go by it after the show went off the air, officially announced WWE has let go of the trademark. The prince of professional wrestling? The prince! And his wife's the queen. How does that work? That's his mom then, right? <laughs> Don't get it. Guys got to get you. Your, your royalty things are fucked up. I get it. You can't be the king of professional wrestling. That's Jerry Lawler or Booker T. But, you know, like, and until that king of the ring tournament comes back around, those are the only two kings I'm recognizing. In oh, WWE king wrestling. Mabel. Well, all right. King Mabel. I, I can't. He was, oh my God. Do you see that? All right. King Mabel back in the day would have, he sat. On Diesel's back. Like, and Diesel, like in an interview later, said he felt every bone in his spine shatter. He thought he was paralyzed. He rolled around the ring for like 10 minutes, like trying to shake his legs. And Mabel's just like, hey, whatever. Like, Mabel was big. Big dude. Yeah, over 500 pounds. I heard he used to take Viagra in the locker room and just sit there with a heart on. Like, that's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Odd man. Odd. Let's talk about full gear. Got some good matches going on. AEW World Championship. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. John Moxley. Mox. All right. Hold on. Let me get the, let me get the notebook. All right. Full gear. Mox. Kingston. You're going with Mox. I'm going with Mox. So that's two for Mox. The Ace Championship. The only one that matters according to Cody. Cody Rhodes versus Darby Allen. Cody Rhodes is going to win. Cody. Darby. Yeah, you know what? Actually, after that whole... You know, promo that he cut on Darby. Yeah, I'm thinking he's going to... I'm, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the dark horse here. I'm thinking Darby's going to take it. Let's see now. World Tag Team Championships. Jung Books versus FTR. I think the Young Books will win it. Finally. Yeah? You think they're going to finally win it? Yeah. You don't think they're going to go the Cody route and not be able to champion or no, chase him anymore? No, I don't. <laughs> and honestly, my, my true reason is because there ain't going to be no triple fucking champions. <laughs> That's the only thing he's going by. He's like, no. No, they never... said they're going to, if they don't win, they'll never challenge for the belts again, and that's just not going to happen. <laughs> so this is they're going to win. I'm thinking maybe Kenny Omega or Hangman Page is going to interfere. 
and they're not going to win, but they're going to go after the belts again because it's going to be a fuck-around finish, and they're going to be able to go after the belts at the big pay-per-view all out. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, I'm going for the FTR. Zane's going for the books. Oh, AEW World Championship number one contenders match. Omega versus Page. I think it's going to be Page. I think so too. But, but something is telling me they're going to have Omega pull it out and they're going to have him chase it because Omega is going to be the champ before Page. I can feel it. I can feel it. You're going for Page. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for Omega. I don't want to, but I'm going to. All right. Let's see. If, if MJF wins this match, he can join the inner circle. If not, I don't know. MJF versus Jericho. MJF will win. I hope so, because there's a lot of stuff they can do with that. Yeah, if he doesn't win, I just don't see the point in the whole... Of the whole thing, the yeah. Whole like, the inner circle unless thing. Wardlow turns on him and joins the inner circle. Hmm. That makes sense to me, too. Hmm. That's interesting. Alright, I'm going with MJF still. I think I'm gonna have to still stay with MJF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't change. I know. wouldn't. Yeah, not not on a big I think, if. I don't think the writers are that smart. Yeah, I don't think they are. And I, if they did, I would hope they didn't pull it the the gun on that right now. I would hope they pull it at the last pay per view of the year and then, you know what I mean, like continue it the next year and build to a big match. Um, Hardy versus Guevara, the Elite Deletion. I think Sammy's got to take it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. That's a bold pick, my friend, on the Hardy compound. Yeah, well, you know, Hardy's all about pushing pushing the new he talent. He is very much so all about pushing the new talent. You're right. I think this match is going to make Sammy Guevara either way. As a, a face that's going to push him as the next baby face that they need to carry the company versus MJF for the next few years. I don't think Jungle Boy's ready yet. And MJF is legit in line to be the big guy, bad guy. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with you on this one. Sammy Guevara's got a win. Matt Hardy don't need a win, by the way. Doesn't need a win. He doesn't need to wrestle. Doesn't need to do anything <laughs> but sit on the side with private party and, you know, be a manager. Women's belt. Karushita versus Nyla Rose. Lashita will keep it. Oh, yeah, no, I was definitely going for Sheeta. Um, Nyla I, Rose. I, I don't know. I and can't then, I can't say that there's any good reason behind her keeping the belt because yeah. I think she's honestly terrible. Yeah. The more I see her, the less I am impressed with her. <laughs> she can't pull off a German suplex. And she's got four different knees, and that's it. <clears throat> All right, so... Uh, yeah, Sheeta. Match that got moved from the buy-in to the main card, Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. So is there still a buy-in? That's, that's yes, what I the buy-in know. match is the NWA Women's Championship. Serena Deeb versus Allison K. Oh, Jesus. So they put a match with uh, two people who aren't, or one person that's contracted to AEW and one that isn't. 
to open the show and defend the NWA women's belt. That's the buy-in. <laughs> but Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. I mean, OJ's going to win, but Silver is going to... Either by shenan- shenanigans, maybe. No, no, Orange Cassidy's got yeah. that wrapped up. Yeah? Yeah, they're not going to have him lose. <laughs> Tony Khan loves that kid. They do, yeah. Tony Khan does love him some Orange Cassidy. Even dresses like him. All right, so uh, buy-in. Serena Deeb, NWA Women's Champion versus Allison K. I know you really don't give a shit, but let's get a prediction anyway. Serena D will win because they won't have her lose. Lose to an AEW talent. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Even That's... though she's one and two and, you know, yeah, AEW. Yeah. And I, who was her loss against? Um, The Thunder Rosa. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought it was... Technically, they need a rubber match for a return match, but they're, I don't think they're going to get it yet because uh, Thunder Rose is being looked at by uh, WWE right now, too. All right, so that's uh, Full Gear Predictions. We will see how that goes next week. And uh, Zeno Mac. Let's, let's play another song here. How about, uh, hmm, let's see. Is that Tom Morello of... Tom Morello. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I love me some Tom Morello. Man. I think he's the best guitar player of our time. Tom Morello and Slash. Oh, yeah. Play Interstate 80 by Tom Morello and Slash off of Spotify, people.
calculate some beats and some rhymes. While you and yours was acting clever, I was barreling across the state line. Now who's gonna last and who's gonna pass? I got news, we all pass in time. The files deleted, my mission's completed, and everyone's repaid in kind. I got one more idea, and the next time I see it, here's a trick I learned out in Haiti. Slip on your Sunday shrine, turn the radio up loud, and disappear down in the state. That song and every other song that we played on this show, almost every other song. A lot of songs. A lot of songs. Go to our Spotify playlist of Mullen Zane's playlist of rambling rambling randomness. That's what I that's what the fuck it is. Mullen Zane's playlist of rambling randomness on Spotify. Hear all that stuff. And uh I think it's time for a day. In motherfucking history. There he is. I am President Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. And I've traveled back in time from the future to address your stank. And let you know that he's playing it over again. No, <laughs> let you know of a day in history. Ah, oh. uh, here we are at the dawn of tomorrow, which was yesterday, just a handful of hours ago. The time is the present, November 6, 2020. There's one thing we can all agree on, is that the news is getting very repetitive. But the weather is good. So put that in your silver lining pipe and smoke it up, Johnny. Speaking of which, Columbus discovered smoking. November 6, 1492. 
Christopher Columbus. First notes in his journal, the smoking of tobacco by the Indians. He and his crew had been given tobacco as a gift the previous month, but didn't know what to do with it until they witnessed men and women with a half-burnt weed in their hands, being that the herb that they are accustomed to smoke. The sailors who tried it soon found themselves addicted. Upon returning to Spain, one of the sailors who took up smoking, Rodrigo de Javez, <laughs> was jailed by the Spanish Inquisition. For smoking. it was believed that only the devil could blow smoke from his <laughs> mouth and nose. By the time he was released, seven years later, oh, smoking tobacco had caught on in Europe. <laughs> the Electric Razor. November 6th, 1928. Oh, pulling hair since 1928. Colonial. Jacob. Shrick. Patton's his first electric razor. Oh, Shrick. Shrick. Sheik. 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 Is that, how, is that how that's said? Yep. They still have the razors today. Yep. Went on to form the Sheik Dry Razor, Inc. Razor Company. And had been known as the father of the electric razors. That's right. The patent application stated the invention is designed to provide a shaving implement that does not require the usual prior applications of lather or its equivalent to the face as the cutting of the hair can be done while the face and hair are completely dry. Yeah, but do they get rashes? And... I don't know. I don't have to shave. Florida man gropes princess at Magic Kingdom. <laughs> November 2nd, 2019. The booking photo made available by the Orange County Sheriff's Office shows Brian Sherham Sherham in Orange County, Florida. Authorities say Sherman groped a Walt Disney World worker dressed as a princess during a photo opportunity at the Magic Kingdom Uh-oh. at the park on Saturday. Did he grab her by the P word? I don't know. Doesn't say where he grabbed her. Looks like Dick. <laughs> Have you seen him? Yeah, look at this guy. It's the birthday like of Popeye's kid. It's the birthday of Adolf Sachs. <laughs> Born. Two good November names. November sixth, eighteen fourteen. Died eighteen ninety four. The Belgium instrument maker. He patented the saxophone. Oh, okay. In eighteen forty six. He spent much of his life in legal battles over his musical patent and died in poverty. Well, have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> and love to all. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> died of poverty. Have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs> that was a day in history. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, so uh, what did we give that Tom Morello Interstate 80 song? I give that a four. And I really like Tom Morello. Yeah. He hasn't done any wrong in like the last couple of years. But there was a music. few parts in that. I, yeah, there were some great parts in the song, but overall I, I didn't much care for I'm, it in its entirety. I'm going to give you that that four out of four. Uh, four four is a good one, yeah, for both of us here. Oh, so why don't we get to another song here? All right. Your choice this time. Um. this one justice 2020 all right dumpster funk charlie tuna and trombone shorty that's a collab all right there 
Latin to Baton Rouge. There's a target on your back if you're black or a Latin dude. Latin Women dudes. can get it through. These animals don't have a clue. They'll pack you in a prime box with the back in the black and blues. Hiding behind a bag. Alibi is ironclad. Why children are dying fast. Treat it like expired trash. Yeah. There's no substance. We call it justice. No rhyme or reason or purpose. Why they hurt these kids more than excessive force. It'll take your breath, of course. He didn't have a weapon, but he's aggressively stepping towards. Trick a happy savage is targeted in the city. Inhabitants are so-called authority. It's embarrassing, man. Who get the kerosene can and burn it down again? Ain't no comparison. This land is melon and racist rhetoric in the face of truth. It's really just us. Raise up a clutch fist. This is injustice. This is disgusting. If you ask me my name. Justice 2020, Dumpster Funk, featuring Charlie Tuna and Trombone Shorty. Yep. That was dope. That was good. I like that, huh? I'm giving that one a 5 out of 5. I don't know what you're getting. Well, good thing we're doing it. 10 out of 10. Well, that's right. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Sorry, I'm giving it a 10. I gotta give that an 8. Oh, an 8? Okay. Good, 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 yeah, good, good. Good. I like me a good funk song. That's oh, funny. I love good funk now. That's listen to a lot more funk than I used to. As I get older, I find myself listening to a lot more P-Funk. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, George yeah. Clayton, I can throw on. Like, any George Clayton song, even if he's not with P-Funk, I can listen to. Uh, 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 Bootsy Collins, any song. Oh, he's man, I love me Bootsy. Got Bootsy, it can, can do no wrong in my book, at least musically. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so, uh, now's the time normally when we kick it over to the news headlines with Dick Hunter, but this motherfucker ain't here, he didn't show up. Yeah, I wanted to thank him last week for stepping in for me. Uh, he did, uh, you know. I was gonna, I was gonna wait for you to bring that up because I, I was busy. Uh, what did, what did you think of uh, him filling in? Oh, I didn't listen. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I forgot. I, I just wanted to thank him, but I, okay. I haven't been able to get a hold of him. Well, he's he's been gone. Oh, geez, since last week. Now that I think about it, he gave me a note and that was about, was about it. He said he said he was going to the races. He's probably at the races. Yeah. Well, it is what it is, man. But is that the 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 election races? Like, is he betting? I don't on know. The is he betting races? on the election? I I think he said That's something about you know. Idiot. He's probably down there in Philadelphia. He's like, go blue, <laughs> go blue. He's a, he's down there in the. He's <laughs> he, 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 and the worst part is he probably keeps betting. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's a weird guy, that dick on man. I'm telling you. Oh, so uh, Zane, why don't you? Can you take over for the news today? Can you? Can you I, read I can some try. Stuff? I, you know, I ain't no dick, but uh, I don't know. You know. He's, we got to do something. This guy's. He's got a call or some shit. I gotta. Let's, yeah, let's let's give this a shot here. All right, what do we got? What, what's on his computer here? Well, you know the motherfucker uses my computer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to clean your history. <laughs> We 
We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Z-Money. Zane? All right. Read the news. I got to use the uh, facilities. So, the news stories today, they include things and stuff, such as this stuff from the News 10, your local news leader. Has that been contested? Has Fox tried to tried to get in on that you know how how do they know that they're my local news leader it's coming out of albany that's you know kind of local i wouldn't call it local local it's about 45 minutes away local so uh new york governor Green Goblin. governor cuomo he's a great man great man Lawmakers talk recreational marijuana legalization after New, Jer- New Jersey voters approve. Oh, yeah. Well, right there, you know, I'm I'm kind of against this because they're like, oh, New Jersey's doing it, then yeah, we gotta shit. do it, yeah. You know, not California, Colorado, Everywhere Oregon, else. Maryland, uh, Massachusetts, <laughs> but no, now the New Jersey's on board. <laughs> We're it's, good. It's only because they're like, it, I guarantee it's because of the high traffic between Jersey and New York. It's going to come in anyway. Might as well just make it fucking legal and collect on it. Yep. So New York News 10 with voters in states, including neighboring New Jersey, approving to legalize recreational marijuana. Damn right. Some are asking if New York will follow suit. You know, well, Massachusetts. Vermont. Actually, did Vermont actually legalize it? Not sure. Uh, I'm not positive. I know Maine has. Even though Maine was basically selling it a long time ago. They're like, yeah, we we don't care. They're like, like, money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So New Jersey did it on the ballot, which is uh, retrospect, I think, was probably turned out to be the faster way to do it, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said during an interview with WAMC's Radio Roundtable uh, with one of my least favorite individuals of all time, Alan Chartoff. 
Use a dick. <laughs> Governor, who supports legalizing marijuana for recreational use, and Alan, who believes Great Barrington is the greatest place <laughs> since sliced bread. It is a nice area, though. Fuck him. I, was talking about, I don't care about him. I think the area is nice. <laughs> Just another town in the Berkshires that's overpriced. You know, you can put the rhyme back there and say the same damn thing. I do. <laughs> I lost my place. Oh, sorry. Uh, governor who supports legalizing marijuana. Ah, uh, who said that he thinks that the state will get there in 2021, calling it the right policy, and said uh, it's going to be desperate for funding. Yeah, yeah, the near, yeah, yeah. I get well, it. Why don't we just keep handing out some stimulus checks, everybody? <laughs> why not, right? You know, that's that's the reason why everybody's voting Democrat this year. They're like, oh, Joe's gonna give me some money. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Last year, the New York decriminalized recreational marijuana by was, but stopped short of legalizing it. So you know, they don't care if you have it. Right. They they'll, just they'll write you a citation. And, and it's going to get thrown out in court. That's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. And uh, so they want to tax money. it. Assembly Majority Leader Will Barkley is personally against the legalization and believes his conference is split on it. <laughs> this is an I quote. You know we already have problems with drugs, whether it's meth, <laughs> opioids, whatever. Wait, wait a second. Seems like to me... That it's the opposite direction that we should go in. Wait a minute. Drink up, Barclay. Drink, drink up. up and smoke your cigarettes there, pal. Yeah, just drink up, my man. Because marijuana is no drug. He'd yeah. tell you that. You know, it's I a, don't smoke it, but... It's uh, a fucking I'm, plant that should you smoke it, you get high off of. Yep. That's it. It's not a drug. Drugs you have to process and do stuff with. Baking soda. Stir it up. I don't know the exact recipe, but, uh, you know, there's a process involved. We should probably push the other way, he said. Democrat Senator uh, Liz Cougar. We're going to call her Cougar. Cougar. Freddy Cougar's niece. Yep, Liz Cougar. I don't how, – how do I not even know this senator? Sure Who is this senator? Is. I've never heard of Liz Cougar. Me neither. Who has previously introduced legalization to regulate and tax the shit out of. Um, said while the New Jersey – Legislator and governor still have to complete the process. The result of Tuesday's referendum means that the door is open for legalized adult, adult use, use marijuana in yet another of our neighboring states. That means that one more of our neighboring moving moving ahead us towards legalization and towards reaping the benefits in terms of the jobs, tax revenue, and social justice. That is, this is a competition. New York should have won. <laughs> but now we are being left behind. Yep. Yep. You know why? Because, you know, it, it should be legal for one. And pe the people that make the argument that, oh, well, if it's legal, it's going to it's gonna spread. People are going to use it more. No, the, the trend is no. younger use goes down on something that is legal. They want to be rebellious. They want to try something because it's illegal and it's it's a it's a rush. It's scary. That's exactly what it is. They want to try stuff because it's not right. Oh, let me see what I can do. And then, I don't know about that. I don't know a lot of kids trying bestiality. 
<laughs> you know, in certain Just states. Hey, saying, in Alabama, don't... that shit's right, so they don't care. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the the whole drug thing, though, I think it, it's a whole like kids are going to be experimental no matter what, but they're going to pick and choose what they like. Weed is the least harmful of any of the drugs going right now. Even your precious tobacco and alcohol, people. So let it become legal and shut the fuck up about it. Reap the benefits. Your taxes will eventually go down. We'll see. I said eventually. Uh, I, I, I didn't I say right away. Taxes. But if once they start reaping in, the Colorado is key. They've even shown it. Their taxes aren't all that cheap either. No, but they're better than here. <laughs> Anything could be better than New York. Let's do it. Uh, now let's go. We're not going to Florida because no. this is Zane's news story. Oh, my God. We're going to Kansas, baby. Oh, just as good. I love me some Kansas. Florida without the beach. No, I'm just <laughs> I love me Kansas, man. The Flint Hills, the windmills. That, that the tornado pillars. that took... Uh, Dorothy to Oz, that it's, was there, right? Uh, it, it is quite the country, man. I, I like Kansas. Well, you get one of those tornadoes here. every other day. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. God damn, I'm fucking trying to read the fucking news here. I ain't Dick. Maybe you can get away with that shit with Dick around I can. here. But he's professional. Trying to read the fucking news. <laughs> That's why we keep him on for fucking. <laughs> So this this comes from uh, those great people over at the smoking gun. October nineteenth. This kind of story is kind of old. Word. Yeah. But uh, cops, uh, naked teen was covered in ranch dressing. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a good time. Now was it Hidden Valley Ranch? Because <laughs> that is uh, America's. Dead. You know they they voted. Yep. And they said it is America's favorite condiment. It is ranch dressing, baby. You can go with chicken wings, you can go with salad. I don't burgers. know, man. I think the uh, the chicken sauce, Todd, oh, whatever yeah. that that that, was, that might be the best sauce on the planet. The yeah, I think it's definitely. I, I, I I've got I've got it in the fridge right yep. now. Yep, and that I like shit is bro- phenomenal. Yeah, I put it on everything. I do. Too. I put it on pierogies the other night. Really? I made pierogi quesadillas. Oh, yep. that sounds so good. Actually. And uh, and I drizzled that shit all over it. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> Love it. So a naked Kansas teenager found covered in ranch dressing may be facing criminal charges. <laughs> may? Maybe. May be facing criminal charges. Following a series of bizarre events early Saturday morning, cops say, according to the investigators, a 17-year-old suspect oh, no. was under the influence of a substance. <laughs> they didn't say which substance. Well, it was ranch dressing. <laughs> That's too much ranch. He, he was under, literally <laughs> under, under the, the substance. substance. <laughs> When he caused a disturbance around 3.30 in the a.m. at the Petro Deli in Shawnee, oh, Kansas Shawnee. City suburb. Oh, man. After damaging merchandise inside the convenience store, the teen ran outside the building and jumped into a running car, which he had been proceeded, which he then proceeded to crash into a nearby pillar, police reported. <laughs> Shawnee County Sheriff's Office deputies subsequently placed the teen into custody and transported him to a local hospital for treatment. The boy was eventually released into the custody of his parents. It is unclear when the teen removed his clothes and slathered himself in ranch dressing or who owned the crash vehicle. Yeah, it really says nothing no. about him. Like, was he in the store? And covered yeah. Did he come in the store? And covered? Slathered like, in ranch dressing. First off, I, I would hope they don't give him enough ranch packets at a deli. Like, 
uh, yeah. to cover himself in ranch. <laughs> he must have came from the grocery store or uh, his house. You know, uh, little delis do sell. You know, they do. Uh, they sell the dressing. You're right. You're I right. I think. I Maybe. think every. Convenience stores got a you know a three year old bottle of ranch dressing they, on the shelf. They need to slather or, or define the word slathered. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to know when he did it. Was this like during, before, or after or, the event? Like, did he? Why do this? would they let him in the re- the, the deli covered in ranch dressing anyway? Yeah. If that if that wasn't the scene causer, I don't know what the yeah, fuck no, this kid did. Yeah, no, he damaged merchandise inside the well, convenience store. Yeah, now. but if you're touching you shit with ranch, technically that's damaging the merchandise. Yeah, did he, you know, it's like you know. Did he come in? Just did he slap everything with his dick? Did he, did he, did he uh, slather himself? Was that him damaging are the they, merchandise? Are they positive it was ranch dressing? Did somebody taste it? <laughs> you can smell a good ranch. You, you can. Know? You can smell a good ranch, but it might not have all been ranch. Yeah, but it is. It's unclear when the teen removed his clothes and slathered himself in ranch dressing wow. or who owned that vehicle that he crashed. The criminal aspects of this incident are under investigation, according to the sheriff's office, which noted that no one was injured during this incident. So because that he's uh, technically a minor they still. They can't do anything. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll probably well, end, no, up, he'll end up with some probation. Is Kansas, is Kansas the same as New York? Because New York is 17. You're, you can be tried as an adult. Well, yeah, you could try, try a 10-year-old as an adult if they kill if their they, family. If they kill their family. Yeah. I meant stupid shit like this. I don't think so. I think on this one, though, they'll probably, he'll probably end up with probation. Maybe probably. a DUI. He'll because, get a smack on the wrist. Tell yeah. him, don't don't cover yourself in ranch and go into a public place anymore. Yeah, he'll probably have to deal. The next couple of years are gonna, but they, gonna they suck for this young. I want to know what substance uh, pushed him to cover himself in ranch dressing uh, without know. any chicken wings, mind you. Yeah, because that's just weird to me. I, I mean, if you're gonna do the ranch covering, you gotta at least have some chicken wings to like say, "Oops, I the bottle squirted on me or something." If somebody catches you, I don't, I don't know. I hear these gummies are strong. These marijuana <laughs> the gummies, the people gummies? Are, are, are chewing on. I don't know, man. I had a couple of them, and they weren't that bad. They give you that tummy high. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. That's that where your body's just kind of relaxed, and you feel like covering yourself with a ranch. And dressing? you feel like covering yourself with ranch dressing and no chicken wings. That's. <laughs> Oh, that's the news. That's the news. Oh, man. Thank you, Zane, for filling in for the dick. And, uh, you know, uh, do you like t-shirts? I do. You do? I do. What t-shirt are you wearing today? I've got a t-shirt that says Utah. Oh, well, I don't know if they got that. 1896. I got this at the airport in, guess where? Utah. Utah. (laughs) Well... You can get T-shirts like that. Just don't, they don't say Utah. I mean, they might they might have something that says Utah. Well, they'll, they'll have but, a head hole. That's they'll right. They'll have short arms right. where your arms go through. Can go through. Um, and a bottom hole for your torso. Uh, so you can go to 80stees.com. Use promo code DigitalZone. Get yourself 11% off until April 21. That's right, 2021. You know why? Why? Because, because just because. Why? Because we're nice guys, and so's Kevin. Kevin, Mo Frere. It's been a while since we brought you up on t- uh, on the show. Thank you again for giving us that eleven percent. Because you know he, we like to go that extra one percent for our fans. It was a long, it was ten percent for the longest time, but we pushed and we prodded, gave him false promises of candy, lovings, and he gave us that extra one percent. Thank you, Kevin. We're in poverty around here, and we can't afford your T-shirts unless we get that scent. That's right. So I offered him some Reese's Pieces, 
and a little finger diddle, and he was all for that extra 1%. Loved it. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. You never it. offered me a finger diddle. Well, shit, man. You never asked for a finger diddle. I shouldn't have to. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, well, let's get to another song here. 80stees.com. Wear them on your uppers. Ah, remember that promo code digital zone. One word. 11%. But digital zone is two words. It is, but it's combined, so oh, now it's one Jesus. word. Jesus. See? Now let's uh let's get to a song here. And uh, I think we're gonna choose that insane clown posse song. I'm intrigued. Oh wait, was there a twisted song too? I can't I gotta make it a toss-up. Wash with the ROC, huh? You know what? What is the twi- and what's the, the Mr. Nothing Man is just ICP? Mm-hmm. Oh. Alright, we're gonna have to play paper, rock, scissors. You and me. Paper, rock, scissors. If you win, it's twisted. If I win, it's ICP. Ready? Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Volcano! Oh, shit. Twisted it is. Volcano beats everything. I can't. Can't fucking. <laughs> All right, let's go twisted. Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. Let's do twisted. I, I could care less. No, no. Let's do twisted. Wash! Featuring ROC. <laughs> Clowny today. Let's see how this one goes. We're gonna give them both three. A little trivia, anyone? But we never get to hear the answers. Answers. That ain't any fun. Say everyone, I ride the earth around the sun as the world turns, fucking up my equilibrium. Another day. A shitty one, another lame millennium. Months. Who said give me some? Years. I don't want any none. Decades. 2051. Must I continue on? Whoever gave me life is a true Machiavellian. I'm faceless, bodiless, headless. What part of this? Don't you understand no ribs, bones, arms, or hands? I'm needless, dickless. Jesus did this for no rhyme, reason, or need. I just exist. Was I an angel who crept out of heaven? Then sin got restrained, so I'm kept out and never let in. Curse me to a life left out with no reaction. Here forever, but with no voice or body. I'll be sad Absurd. I can't be touched nor felt. I'm never sensed or smelled, but I know I'm real. No one can see I just fucking know I'm real. I can't see or hear. The people walk like through me, showing no respect. Their eyes never connect. They never notice shit, but I know I'm real. No one can see I just fucking know I'm real. Nah, I don't remember the beginning or when I arrived. I don't need 
food or water, yet I somehow survived. Am I an energy that was a ghost stuck in purgatory? I have no recollection of any life before me. So what's my story? Tell me, help me. Why am I here? Have I done something? Am I supposed to? It's unclear. Is this a punishment, a sentence, a long detention? Among the living but trapped within my own dimension? I crave interaction. I fiend to cause reaction. Even the smallest distraction at all a fraction. Until one day, I thought I finally caught some action. It seems like this hottie's eyes realized my traction. I said, hey. She said, hey. Wait, what'd you say? Her eyes fine stayed on mine to climb to look away. A passersby asked, to whom was she talking? She pointed at me, he saw nothing, and kept walking. I can't walking. be seen or heard, I know it seems absurd. I can't be touched nor felt, I'm never sensed or smelled. But I know I'm real. I just fucking know I'm real. The people walk right through me, showing no respect. Their eyes never connect, they never notice shit. But I know I'm real. I just fucking know I'm real. We talked to each other, we couldn't feel each other Even without touch, we soon became lovers We were she's lovers his lover and she's his best friend We were she's lovers his lover and she's his best friend We lay in the same spot, she'd sleep inside of me As close as we could be, she even cried for me We were she's lovers his lover and she's his best friend We were she's lovers his lover and she's his best friend I told her don't speak of her love, but she had to brag about it She'd say, he's sitting right here They rolled their eyes and doubted We had dinner with their parents And I knew they didn't get it Cause following supper They tried to have her committed We ran away And then we began to plan a way We wanted so much just to touch And clutch each other and such I said, well, I ain't no wizard Now the clergy or cleric Probably don't wanna hear it But my guess is I'm a spirit And if I'm correct And I'm a ghost Then it's apparent Clearly only death can bring you to my void So we can share it And with that, she understood what's good and started ascending. A rusty fire escape. I thought she must be pretending. But within a few minutes, she did it and reached the roof and yelled, I'm loving I tried to stream a rebuttal. I came a whimper so subtle. She dove off and turned into a broken, busted up puddle. Silence, wind and traffic off in the distance. Her soul standing up from the wreck. I wait to witness. Instead, red liquid spread out from her shattered head quickly. I fall and sob and raise my fist and scream, please, God. I can't be seen now. I know it seems absurd. I can't be touched nor felt. I'm never sensed or smelled. But I know I'm real. Holy shit. Twisted, sorry, you get a one. Uh, so beating got shut off. It really doesn't even get. It shouldn't even get that. Doesn't get a score. Nope. All right, that gets a slash. ICP at a ten. I'm gonna give that one a four. Nah, I'm giving it a three. Three, three for Zane. Four for me. All right. Oh, well, Zane has this. 
nice little segment that we haven't done in forever. It's the top ten list. Yeah, list of ten things. What do we got this time? It's top ten fascinating facts about classic comedies. Oh, I love classic comedies. I know, and you know, we needed to lighten it up here a little Hell bit yeah. today. With the, Hell yeah. With a lot going on in, in the news, even though it's very repetitive. Very, very, <laughs> very repetitive. And we're no longer in spooktober, so. <laughs> now, now it's time to get into the food November. <laughs> we gonna eat this month later on. All right. So, top ten moments from classic comedies. Oh, fascinating facts. facts. I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. Let's uh, let's do this. Number ten. The Jerk was Steve Martin's first starring role in the 1970s after his stand-up success. Really? I didn't know that was his first movie. Yeah. Right? Oh, it says first starring role. Sorry. Yeah, first okay. starring yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Got you. He probably was in a movie. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he was a get like a, a guest spot or a side character in one or two movies before that. So that was directed by Carl Reiner, huh? That's right. Yep, the jerk. That was the one where he was uh, thought he was black, right? He was raised by a black family. Jerk? No, which one was the jerk? No, no, the jerk is when he plays a jerk. Yeah, which one was the first? Which one was the one where he got uh, where he? They, they, he was in the the beginning. He was raised by a black family. Oh, I don't know. Can't remember. I, I don't think it was the jerk though. Hmm. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. But anyway, that was a Steve Martin movie too. No, see, yeah, Wait, I no. was born a poor black child. But yeah, <laughs> see, I I know what I'm talking. They ain't making me all second guess my movie trivia and stuff. I know that. All right, that was a good movie, by the way. If anybody likes Steve Martin movies. Yeah, where his opening line was, it, it it wasn't easy for me, but I was born a poor black child in Mississippi, <laughs> yeah. which kicks off the absurd con- comedy perfectly. The role of Mary was specifically written for Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters, and Bill Murray surprisingly wound up on the cutting room floor as his scene was deleted in post-production. The coolest little gem about this film is that Stanley Kubrick was actually a huge fan and even invited Martin over to his house to play chess. Oh, nice. That's weird. Oh, well, Bill Murray wasn't really a big, big star then, so I can see why he maybe got cut. Yeah, no. I'm not a huge fan of The Jerk. I don't really remember it. I don't, I'm don't. i not a big Steve Martin guy, though. Well, that is, yeah, see, I, I grew up with the Steve Martin movies and him on Saturday There is Live. one movie I still want to see that I hear that was actually pretty good, like Blue Heaven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Blue Heaven was great. Yeah. Sergeant Bilko was great. I liked Sergeant Bilko. Great movie. Number nine. In 1994, which was a huge year for Jim Carrey, Mm -hmm. that year he released The Mask, Ace Ventura, and by far one of the funniest movies of all time. That's up to this guy, not me. Not not up to us. Not up to me, Dumb and Dumber, which isn't nearly as good as either The Mask or or Ace Ventura. Right, yeah. But according to that, it's nowhere near as good as Ace Ace 2, even. Oh, I don't know about that. That that movie was pretty bad. They had him coming out of an elephant's ass in that one. That was great. Directed by the Farley Brothers, it's almost impossible not to think of Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels as the leads. Believe it or not, Nicolas Cage and Gary <laughs> Ullman were originally offered the parts of the original draft. In the now script. that is a movie no I want to see. No one in the screenwriting world is how to disorganize it was. <laughs> After the Farley Brothers, uh, over it was named a power tool, is not a toy. The movie was unapologetically rejected. From every major studio until New Line jumped in and Carrie got on board. Daniels had just finished 
filming speed and the studio hated the idea of him being in a silly comedy so they tried to cut him but carrie said no <laughs> i want to ruin his career yeah i want jeff daniels to be in this with me and uh unless daniels was here carrie's tooth is also cracked in real life oh he had the dentist remove the cap for filming <laughs> oh number eight coming to america good once movie. again not a fan no, I no, no, my, uh, I, I think it's boring. One actually. of Eddie Murphy's first movies where he played multiple characters. And sure as hell not to be his last. Nope. I, I wonder if because it's just like I'm the best actor, and uh, I'm gonna play everybody. That's it. He's like I don't like anybody else. I'm gonna play all the characters. He Hercules. Yeah, this classic comedy is uh, fascinating. Due to the scheduling conflicts, the studio greenlit the film and set the release date before post-production even began. Oh. Uh, directed by John Landis. Landis, yep. Landis, who has worked with Eddie Murphy in Trading Places, the film got off to a very rocky start. Anybody with knowledge of the industry in the 80s will tell you that this was a film where Murphy let his ego get mm -hmm. to his head. Landis was used to a humbler Murphy. But on this production, with all the time constraints, Eddie decided that he was going to let everybody know he was a superstar and even once ordered a $235 McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> For himself? Well, he did carry... He did have a posse at the time, so... Yeah. It's... But $235 actually really isn't that much McDonald's food if you think about it. Is if it's just for you. That's true. The stress level on the set was also so intense that Murphy had publicly stated that it was the first and last time he ever had an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> really? Eh, that's, that, that's an interesting that, fact. That is an interesting fact. Things were getting so heated between him and Landis that Arsenio Hall recommended that they have a little bit of absolute <laughs> vodka, which he chugged immediately and wound up hugging the toilet minutes later. <laughs> Murphy and Landis would later resolve their issues and become friends again. Uh, of course they did, because they wanted to make more movies. Yep. After, you know, he directed Eddie in Beverly Hills Cop 3 on a lighter note. Yeah, they had Paul Paula Abdul's chore choreographed <gasps> the wedding, wedding dance, dance scene. Whom at the time, I think, was banging Arsenio Hall. Another fun fact. Could have been. Could have been. That MC Scat Cat uh, video that she had there. You know, two steps forward, two steps back. That was him as the cat. Really? Yeah, it was Arsenio Hall. Yep. Oh, yes, yes. Yep. So, Harold Ramis. Number seven. First directing debut. Was a product of a 250-page script and hours of improvisation mm. from an extremely talented but mostly inebriated cast. <laughs> Ramis admitted that he didn't know... What he was doing during production. This was also the very first feature film of legendary stand-up comedian Rodney Dangerfield. That's right. The lovable Mr. Dangerfield was so green on the set that they thought that he was doing a terrible job because nobody was laughing at his jokes. He literally needed to be reminded that if the crew members did laugh at one of his jokes, it would have ruined the tape. This was the same time that Bill Murray had just replaced Chevy Chase on the cast of Saturday Night Live. And Chase wasn't thrilled. <laughs> However, this tension was broken by the amount of alcohol and drug consumption on the set. Murphy, whose role is Murray. Carl, yep. 
was actually uh, supposed to be completely silent. Mm -hmm. Shit. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. He was said to conjure some of his improv genius with the help of a little boobs. And, and was regularly found passed out in sad pits <laughs> on the golf course. That I buy. Studio convinced the country club in South Florida to let them film the movie there. Multiple interviews with cast details the amount of cocaine on the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's a whole lot of you know, they, they know all about yeah, that one. Yeah. Number six. Oh, one of my favorites. I do love me the Water Boy. Word. Water Boy's great film. This is high quality H two O. Yep. Adam Sandler Essential. Directed by. Uh, Frank Korasi? Kor Karashi. Karashi. Karaki, Karats, Karat. Was initially intended to be shot in black and white. What? It's a dark comedy in New England, but it was instead filmed in Florida. <laughs> the character Bobby Boucher. Boucher? Boucher? I always thought it was Boucher. It is Boucher. That's it's Boucher. Boucher. That's Boucher uh -huh. right there. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Was inspired by Santos SNL character, the Cajun Man. Great character, that Cajun Man. <laughs> Despite all the classics made about the sports over decades, The Water Bowl was actually the highest grossing sports film of all time. Until The Blind Side came out. Damn you, Blind Side! I do love me some Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Case, she is good. Yeah. Additionally, people think that Henley Wrinkler was doing Sandler a favor by being in the movie, but it was really, it was actually a major boost for him. Winkler agreed to be in the role only because that, uh, yeah, he wasn't doing much anymore. Then he was a fan of the Hanukkah song. <laughs> yeah, he was a fan of the Hanukkah song. Where, where his where, name was dropped. Yep. His performance as Coach Klein led to plenty of exposure generationally and made him a household name with Happy Madison Productions. He's been in a lot of his movies. Then there's Kathy Bates. Oh, I love Bates again didn't want her to even look at the script, but because the studio made an official offer, she legally had to see the script. And after 12 pages, she threw it in the trash. <laughs> it's actually her niece who dug the script out of the trash, noticing Sandler's name. Oh, so wow. She, she was like, she's Yeah, like, nah. I'm not doing this shit. She's like, Nope. She's like, I was in the goddamn shot or uh, fucking. Um, Misery. Misery. That's the one. I'm not Stephen King. Was yeah. she in Rosemary's Baby, too? Possibly. It, it's, it's very possible. Number, Number five. five. The Anchorman. Directed by Adam McKee, the idea for the film was spawned when both Farrell saw the clip of the 1970s news anchor. The original draft for the script was bonkers. <laughs> and the, the final product wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> It is a great film. It's one of those films that the first time I saw it, I'll say that I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. But then you saw it again and again, and yeah. it just got better yeah. every time you saw That's it. That's Will Ferrell's career to me right there. The first time you see him, you're like, eh. And then you're like, more, more times you see him, you're like, yeah, yeah, all right. I, like, I get it. <laughs> Farrell and McKay originally wanted to have Ron fight ninja monkeys in the jungle. Yes. In a spoof of the drama Alive. Famed actor, director... Anchorman 3, Ron versus Paul the Ninja Monkeys. Thomas Anderson was initially interested in helping, but once he took a look at the initial draft and saw a sequence where Ron had a musical number with a bunch of sharks, 
he politely cut his ties <laughs> with the movie. Oh, come on. The movie is also not shot in San Diego. It is actually shot in L.A. County. The initial cast aside from Farrell as Burgundy was dramatically different. The lineup had Leslie Mann okay. as Veronica, Chris Parnell, who played Garth. Garth. Was supposed um, to be Brick. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Dan Aykroyd was supposed, was supposed to be Garth. To be Garth. <laughs> ben Stiller was supposed to be Brian. Uh, Ed Harris was supposed to be Ed Harkin. Uh, and John C. C. Riley. Riley was supposed to be Champ. Champ. Uh, Farrell was a huge fan of Riley, but he had to step away as he signed with Scorsese, Scorsese the aviator. On, on The Aviator. Yeah. I'll tell you which movie did better. Yeah, which movie wh- did better. Which one it talked about you, more. You gotta say that uh, Scorsese bombed on that you one. You know, it was no Godfather. Yep. <laughs> Riley made sure to team up and uh, Fairley and McKee with Talladega Nights. Another one that that was a stupid ass yeah. film, but then yeah. you watch it again and again, you're like, this film is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, there's actually Far- Farley, Farrell, Farrell, not Farley, Farrell, nope. playing the flute. He's been playing the flute since elementary school. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Number four. Classic, classic film. The original concept behind this brilliant comedy. And I'll agree with him there. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It was based off of a short animation series about an office worker named Milton. Yep. When asked what the inspiration for the concept, Mike Judge cited that the time... In the 1980s, in the Bay Area, having the soul sucked out of you working as an engineer in a corporate hellscape, Judge finished the first draft of the script right after the completion of the first season of King of the Hill. With his connections to Fox, he was able to wrangle together a few executives and have a table reading, and he was asked Stephen Root, who voiced Bill, to read a few of the characters. Judge and the executives were so taken by Root Milton that... The part was officially was offered immediately. The film could have gone a completely different direction as Fox wanted Ben Affleck to play Peter. Oh, shit. As one of the few pushbacks that Judge got, would, uh, he would have changed the entire mood of the film as the uh, execution executives hated the gangster rap throughout, throughout the, the film. film. Loved the gangster rap I throughout too. the film. But it was a positive reaction from the test audience and revealed people could appreciate the absurdity of this boring corporate landscape with white-collar drones listening to Gangster Rad. The movie also made office supply history as the infamous red stapler was actually a discontinued color. Yep, by swing line. Yeah, I didn't know that. The prop used in the movie was actually custom-made, and after the premiere swing line, to reintroduce the red stapler due to huge demand. That's right. Number three. Animal House. This, John Landis Jen, was originally supposed to be a satirical satirical star comedy loosely based off of Charles Charles Manson's Manson's youth. youth? (laughs) What? Well. All right. That's a good turn. Which, uh, back in the day, was a humor publication like Bad Magazine. You remember that? Yes, I do. Actually, I I don't really remember it. I did. I had a couple issues. But it got involved when the editor-in-chief matched up with Landis. The cast was supposed to be a star-studded with Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, and Dan Aykroyd. But once the ball got rolling in post-production, both the producers and the stars themselves went different directions. The budget that Landis had so was so 
minuscule that there was no option to build expensive sets. So they would have to convince an actual college to let them film. The producers were brutally rejected by every single college in the U.S. for one. Except for one, the University of Oregon. I'm sure they didn't ask all the colleges in the U.S. Nope. They probably just asked a lot of the big colleges. Revenge of the Nerds went through the same issue in the 80s when they were doing that. I'm sure that, like, you know, some community colleges would have been like, come on. Yeah. They were looking for a university-style look of it, you know, so there was only, I guess, certain schools that had that exact look that they want. The new cast worked out in the location to shoot. The youth, the young ensemble of actors decided to do a bit of research and attend a frat party. <laughs> Karen Allen was a pro was, was apparently was apparently with a pro, apparently apparently with the actors. Okay, was apparently with the actors when a bar was beer a beer was spilled by mistake and party crashers from Hollywood chased out and beaten <laughs> by a football, football team. team. Oh, shit. Uh, fun fact about National Lampoon, they put out a record album in the late 70s called the White Album with a bunch of cartoon KKK members on the front. So offensive. But the album is funny as shit. So if you ever get a chance, look it up. National Lampoon's the White Album. The White Album? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm guessing they, they, they take some shots. They, they take shots at everybody. Everybody. <laughs> uh, number two. The Big Lebowski. What a weird film. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I like the dude. On it. Other than that, I was a fan of the dude. This Coen Brothers directed hit was inspired by Raymond Chandler's novel, The Black Sheep. The character of the dude was based on a person named Jeff Dowd. Dowd helped them distribute their first film was a member of the Seattle Seven and referred to himself as the dude. dude. The Big Lebowski's character was shopped around with some of Hollywood's huge stars. The Coens wanted Marlon Brando for the role. What? Yep. Why wouldn't he have been like... 80. Yeah. <laughs> Marlon Brando as the dude would have been a bold... That would have been terrible. That would have been horrible. I'm the dude. Yeah. The movie also has one of the highest f bomb counts in film history at 260. Oh shit. Yep, but the film also inducted with only 700 other films into the Library of Congress. Got to be up there with big money hustlers with the f bombs. It's in the Library of Congress now. Oh shit. The film registry. It's literally an American legend. The most interesting fact about the film is that the famous line, I hate the fucking Eagles, <laughs> man, led the Rolling Stones manager to waive a $150 license fee for the dead, <laughs> dead flowers. <laughs> and number one, Dr. Strangelove. I was actually watching the end of that movie about three days ago. Were you? Yeah, it was. it's on TV all the time now. What channel? Well, I don't get up cable. on uh, the. It's up on the ones like um, the the Me Channel or like you know one of those types of. Stanley Kubrick's only comedy, which I don't really know if it's a comedy. It's weird. It's, it's, it's a weird film. It's, it's weird. Just very weird. Yeah. It's based on the book Peter George called Red Alert. This film is at the top of the list for many reasons, mainly the feat of being a still 
relevant and historical film over half a century later. Between the tone and subject matter, the film can best be described as a pitch black humor. Yeah. <laughs> like, not funny. Yeah. It, the film it's, it's... wasn't intended to be a drama. While Kubrick was adapting the novel into a screenplay, he couldn't help but notice all of the side jokes. Eventually, he stopped trying to avoid all the unintentional humor and just went all in. I mean, on the comedy. acting was very out there. So, yeah, I guess they could consider it a comedy. Yeah, I, I, I watched it in school and I was like, this is odd. Yeah, it's, it was just strange to me more than anything else. It wasn't funny, it wasn't drama, it was just there. Yeah. It was like a movie with jokes. If you don't get that type of humor, you're not getting the jokes. You're just going to be like, okay, it, it's a movie. Yeah. And it's a fucking weird one at that. <laughs> oh, we'll finish so, this up here. Apparently, yeah. while shooting, since both George and Stanley... We're chess masters. Any creative differences would be solved with a quick game of chess. The movie had two alternative endings. The first in which all the politicians and generals get into a giant pie fight. (laughs) The other one, which was never shot, was apparently going to show aliens watching all of these events unfold from (laughs) outer space. That would have made the movie. a reality show. That would have made the movie. (laughs) The latter would make the formidable ending in 2020. <laughs> yeah, that would have made a better movie if it was just a game show or a TV show for aliens. For aliens. Fuck yeah. Yep, and that came from Liz first. That is your top 10 fascinating facts about classic comedies in 2020. Well, you know, I like that top 10 list, and we haven't done one like that in a while. We have to keep them coming. Uh, well, Mona Me. Let's play another song here before we get out of here, and then we'll, we'll close out. Okay. What do you want to play? You liked the funk there before. I do. So, uh, you know what? Let's let's uh, finish this off with a little little Megan Hamilton. Okay. And once again, all our music can be found in one neat little Spotify playlist called Mullen Zane's Playlist of Rambling Randomness. Actually, it's called Mullen Zane's Podcast of Rambling Randomness. That too. You can find it. As long as you put in Mullen Zane, it's there. And It's Mole yep. N. Yep. Mole N Zane. You'll find the podcast and the playlist. There you go. Check that shit out. All right. All right. Yep, this is Megan Hamilton, Golden Days and Indigo Nights. All right, we're going to come back and say goodbye after this.
That was Golden Days, Indigo Nights by Megan Hamilton. Uh, okay. A little slower song. Not yeah. exactly what I expected. No. Not what? bad. Out of ten. I'd give that a five. Solid uh, five in the I middle. Gi- I give that a solid five. All right. It's time for me to tally up here and see who best out of ten. It was close. Today it was Dumpster Funk. With uh, Charlie Tuna, t- Trombone yeah, right. Shorty. Yeah. Justice 2020. Yeah, that one, that one took it. That is that the Bowen Zane pick of the day. Go check him out on Spotify. Can't beat it. And uh, I think it's come to that time where we got to get out of here. And uh, That's right. Zane? Yes. What do you want to do next week? Can we go to Disneyland? We can, we can, but people will complain like they do on our Spotify list when they don't get past the first five songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about Bush Gardens? Bush Gardens. Hey, they got good roller coasters there. I know a lot of songs about Bush we can do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you want to do? We, you, you no idea? Nothing? We'll check it later? What do you want to do? Get, make it a surprise? Ponies? Ponies? Like Genuine? We can just repeat of that all the my Little Pony theme. We can, I mean, if Dick Hunter shows up, we can play the ponies. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you next week. See? Goodbye. Have a good night. Later. <laughs>